Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. I'm Kevin Daisy, and I'm your host, always trying to bring you the best guest. And today I have a heavy hitter. We got Louise Scott on the show. He's a previous guest. And I reached out to him and said, hey, I'd love to have you back. Talk about what you're doing now because he's he's gone a different direction and he's bringing value to a lot of firms. So, Luis, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to today's conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, you were a guest uh, probably a year, year and a half back. Yeah. I uh, had a great conversation then. But I follow Luis and, uh, on Instagram. I think we're friends on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn. So, I was just watching what he's doing and what he's up to, and I wanted to bring that to you today. So, uh, so Lisa, let's start first with you know, your background, which is extensive. Tell us about kind of how you've come up, uh, your experiences you've had, and then uh, we'll get into you know what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I've been in the legal industry for 20 years, which is insane. I consider myself very young, but I started young. So if you start young, it's easier to be in the game for a long time. But yeah, I started as a part-time receptionist slash interpreter and became the managing partner of the first firm that I ever worked at, was there 15 years. I left there, started my own firm and grew it to seven figures. And then I left there and started another partnership and we grew that to multiple eight figures. And so I've always been in the business side of law firms and working with growing law firms. And so that's my passion. That's what I pursue. And that's what really gives me you know, energy every single day, just to get up and go out there and, and build firms and help other people grow their firm as well. Yeah, and I, I love that because uh, the business side of it, and not not all attorneys know what that is or or speak that lingo. They're attorneys, you know, and that's their day to day, and and they feel if I just be a good attorney, you know, everything else will fall into place. Yeah, that's that's not the way it works anymore, right? Because like <laughs> just being a good attorney is not enough to attract business. And I would say there's like two types of of law firms. There's the the lawyer who happens to own a business, and there's the entrepreneur who happens to be a lawyer. And for me, I was the entrepreneur who happened to be a lawyer. And I think that if you want to grow a predictable and profitable business that doesn't rely on you, you need to put on that entrepreneurial hat and not the lawyer hat. 100%. You know, yeah, just so offer good services to help your clients. But as you grow, you're helping more clients, more people. You're expanding that footprint. You're helping more and more people. And, and I think that's what you need to be doing. That's what you're put here to do. So. I love it. So tell us, I'm going to put up a, a web address for everyone that's just tuning in now. And if you're on audio in your car, truck, driving, it's eight. So that's the number eight, eightfigurefirm.com. Mm -hmm. And tell us what you're doing now. Tell us what your, your company's called and let's dive into. Yeah. So eightfigurefirm.com came out of this desire that I had for teaching. I've, I've always loved teaching. And when I was younger, uh, I remember listening to a guy on stage and, and he talked about how uh, he wanted to be a basketball coach, but then he realized they made no money. And I was like that person. I, I wanted to be a baseball coach in high school and be a teacher. And, and then I realized they made no money. And to me, that was very problematic. And so I decided to go for a degree that was going to make the most money. I looked on a chart. Uh, the first day of uh, orientation, the chart said accountants. They make the most money coming out of undergrad, $54,000. I was like, oh, yeah, that's me right there. And so I, I went and got an accounting degree. 
And then I realized that, well, they didn't really make as much money as I wanted to. And then, so then I went and got a law degree just to try to, uh, to make more money, but I still had this passion for teaching and I still wanted to help people. I, you know, I come from a, a background, my dad was a pastor. And so I, uh, I think I probably got that teaching gene from him, but I didn't know what kind of teacher I was going to be again, they didn't make any money. And so as I started progressing in my career and I started developing my philosophy for growth and my and, and just seeing things as, as I was growing multiple law firms and uh, I was seeing things and, and I started documenting these things. And my approach is now documented in four books, two have yet to be released, two have been released. The two have, that have been released uh, are called the nine principles of exponential growth. And the second one is the king of growth. And those two deal with uh, the foundation of your business and the marketing of your business. That's the king of growth. Uh, how to create predictability and unleashing the power of your law firm for personal and financial freedom. And so a figure firm came out of that passion, came out of that passion to teach and help other people. And, and I've been, I've been questioned before people say in the personal injury space, any day, a $100 million case can walk in your, in your door, a $10 million case can walk in your door. Why would you go do something else that is less profitable or has less of an upside? And for me, it was not a money-related thing. It was a genuine desire and passion to help people. It was a genuine desire to create an impact that I could not make in a singular law firm. And so that's what Eight Figure Firm's about. It's helping firms develop $10 million in predictable yearly revenue so that the firm supplies their needs instead of them supplying the firm's needs. And to me, that creates the ultimate peace of mind. Uh, no, I love it. And I think as an entrepreneur too, you know, it's a platform to be able to teach as you hire one person or 10 people or a hundred people, constant, you know, coaching growth uh, as you're learning too, right? So you're learning and then you're, you're training others, you're teaching them, you're creating leaders below you and, and all that good stuff. And it's just the whole experience is why I'm in this business. You know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur for sure. And, but, you know, interesting what you're doing when you build a firm that's doing 10 million or more, right? right. Think about your employees, the opportunities that they have. Versus you're, you don't grow and you're a two person shop, you got an assistant that's been with you forever. Their income probably hasn't moved up. You know, what's the benefits you can offer them? What's the experience you can offer your people and their families? Mm -hmm. Not to mention how many people you can help that have a issue or an accident or legal problem that they need to solve. So, so again, I, I think growth is, you got to be growing all the time, all the time. And, you know, for me, my culture, my companies. Everyone here knows that they're, they're not even brought on as an employee and they, they're bought, you know, worked into that. And it's like, we're constantly growing here. Mm -hmm. Everyone can, can chip in, everyone can bring something to the table. And then if you want to grow, be a leader, hire people, whatever, they have those opportunities. And if you're not yeah. growing, you're just not creating that. So, yeah. And I used to, I, I love this saying that it was, uh, if you focus on income, you won't make much of an impact, but if you focus on impact, you'll make a significant income. And I love that phrase because I think people have it backwards. They're like, I need to make a 200,000 or 500,000. And then they don't have much of an impact because all they're focused on is making their own money. Whereas if they focused on the impact that they can make in the community, that they can make in the lives of their teams, uh, team members and, and people, then they would have this massive financial impact in their life. And so I think that we need to shift the paradigm of how we view our life and how we actually uh, make money a hundred percent and you know we're in the people business you know and it's all around not just our customers but our employees and everybody so i was listening to something today i was actually talking to an employee today and i was and i was making a video 
but we had, we were doing a project for a client and we were like hounding the client every day and they were on vacation. We're like, we need this. Cause my team's like, Hey, I got to process, you know, mm -hmm. I got to get through this. I got tasking. I got things. But yeah, there's a person on the other end. Like, you know, we got to, the process can get in the way sometimes of just being like, Hey, there's a person that we got to think about. And, mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, it's another coaching moment, but we're in the people business. Right. That's and to right. your point, if you're taking care of people, you're taking care of your clients, you're taking care of your, your staff, the money will come. They want to work for you. They want to follow you. They want to see your vision and the money will follow it for sure. 100%. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when we talk about we're in the people business, uh, one of the things before I even, before I even really understood this concept, I used to say that people before process, people before the work. And that's really hard for employees because they have certain KPIs and they have an expectation of doing their work or billable hours. But I would always say if a person has a need, fill that need before you continue to do your work. And that's how you're going to, you're going to really add value. Cause if you take care of that person, we'll have so much work that you'll never have to worry about uh, meeting certain KPIs or, or doing certain things because you are focused on what matters the most, which is the people. A hundred percent. That's exactly the situation I had today. You know, a project manager trying to follow their processes. They have certain KPIs and their, mm -hmm. their blinders were on and just, Hey, Hey, it's cool. Step back. Take care of the client, give them some space. It's okay. We'll figure these things out. And, uh, you know, so, it, so it's trickier. I think, you know, there's a lot of books and processes and things like out, out there to, to grow your firm or apply this and that, but that's the part that takes some experience and people like yep. you to, to say, Hey, you can't just dig in and do process so much that it, it hurts you. Right. We, mm -hmm. we have to think about these other things. So absolutely, yeah, I love it. Hey there, this is Kevin Daisy your host and founder of Array Digital. If you're tired of wasting money with agencies that just can't get it done, then please check out my law firm, Digital Marketing Agency at ArrayDigital.com. If you contact us there, you'll be sure to line up a meeting with me where we'll walk through your exact situation and come up with a plan for what you can do to improve your marketing results. I look forward to talking to you now back to the show. So a figure firm, give us a little bit of background on where that is right now. Yeah. When you kind of broke off and, and started that and the firms that you've helped, I want to kind of hear some of those stories. Yeah. So the, I love the story of how we came up with the name. Uh, in February of 2020, we were in, I was in Puerto Rico and uh, I was there for a wedding and there was a guy there who was also there for the wedding. He was a friend. And uh, we were at the pool and I was telling him about starting this consulting business. And he's like, let's record one of those videos where you're in Puerto Rico at the pool, you know, uh, <laughs> saying live, live the lifestyle. So I got out and Instagram we put out Yeah, yeah, no, I, I literally had one of those uh, flower button down shirts. I'm at the pool, I have a pina colada and I'm like, hey guys, Luis Scott here from Puerto Rico. Want to tell you, if you are an attorney, you want to live the life that I live. Like you need to hire someone who can help you get to the next level. And we recorded this funny video about me living the life. Grant, we weren't there living the life because of the law firm. We were there for a wedding. Like it was not even, it was just funny that we did that. And so we're sitting around uh, the thing and we were talking about like, we're going to help seven figure firms. And then I don't know if I said it or he said it, but I know it was in collab that we came up with this. And uh, it was like, what about eight figure firm? Nobody ever talks about eight figure firms. And believe it or not, I know nobody talked about eight figure firm because the website 
was still available, right? Oh, wow. That's and crazy. It, and so eightfigurefirm.com was still available in 20, 2020. I'd never heard anybody talk about eight-figure firms. I'd been in the illegal industry for years, never heard of that. And so we immediately captured the website, got the, got the website, got the name. I trademarked eight-figure firm. Another funny thing, I let everybody use the, the term. I haven't done anything yet, but all of my competition uses eight-figure firm in violation of my trademark. That's it for another podcast. But uh, it, it's, it's just, it's just growing our brand, but here's the thing. Don't call them out um, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but here, here's the, the thing. We get the name, get the website, but if you build it, they don't come, you got to market. And it took me another four or five months to actually get a client. So June of 2020, we signed our first client. It, the first six months, we only had three clients and the, the client that I did sign up went from 700,000 to 2.4 million. And I knew we had wow. some that happened in one year. And I was like, wow, we have something here that works and and so i had already written the two books and uh, one of them was published one of them wasn't at the time the next six months i think we we brought on maybe a couple dozen and now uh, three and a half our four-year anniversary would be june of, of this year three and a half years later uh, we've worked with almost 150 law firms 20 of which who have reached uh, eight figures in, in predictable revenue and another about wow. 25 who have reached five million in predictable revenue and some of these firms are firms that were stagnant. Like I have a couple of firms that come to mind that were in the five to $6 million range for years, for five, six, 10 years. And we took their firm and in a matter of two years, got them over 10 million. So that's where we are. And that's what, what I'm so passionate about is because I know we have something that unlocking this growth. And here's the thing, eight figures in revenue is hard. Only one out of 667 businesses reach eight figures in predictable <laughs> revenue. And today out of 32 million businesses that are in existence, only 4% of those are still consistently hitting eight figures in predictable revenue. So it's a very, very hard thing to achieve, but we've set out to help hundred law firms do it. And that's what wakes us up every day is uh, we're 20 down, 80 more to go. Yeah. So I like that goal. I saw that on your website and uh, I like that it's measurable. Yes. And of course you can always adjust it uh, once you hit it. So um, of course. Yeah. I'm sure you will. No, that, so that's impressive. I mean, obviously you've built multiple seven figures and figure firm. Uh, so that's proof in the pudding, right? And I think mm -hmm. I say this all the time. There's so many fake coaches out there that have never done any of the work or hit the results. They're training and coaching based on principles, but they don't, they've never been there. So I think that's, you know, the difference that you bring to the table is you have been there. And so mm -hmm. you can look them in the eye and say, Hey, do this, this will work. <clears throat> and you have proof of that. And, you know, it's similar to us, I, I have multiple seven-figure companies. Mm -hmm. If you add them all up, we're close, getting, we'll be close to uh, eight figures soon, hopefully. But um, the stats on businesses that even make it to a million is insane. I mean, it's, oh, of course. I think it's yeah. like 4% or something like that. And then five years, companies make it even five years without going out of business. It's ridiculous. I don't know what the numbers are for law firms specifically, but, you know, I come in contact with a lot of law firms. I, I speak mm -hmm. to law firms all the time and. I see tons that fold or they go work for someone else. They start, they stop, they, they flop. They don't know what to do or you're the, the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. They run it for 30 years and bring home a hundred grand a year, maybe to themselves and never grow one assistant yeah. with a co-working space. And that's their life tied to their desk. I thought to some six days a week, they work. Can't take my call for the podcast because they had a call coming in and they have to take it. So, I see a lot of that. That's real agony in my in my mind because the idea that I would that I would work 30 years as a quote unquote business owner 
and never be able to truly retire, never be able to pass anything on to my children is very disappointing. And I, and I had a, a law firm owner one time that reached out to us to see if we wanted to buy their firm, but they didn't have anything to buy. They didn't, they didn't have a website that was worth anything, a phone number that was worth anything, a client list that was worth anything, predictable marketing. There was nothing to buy. And it's just sad to see somebody who works 35 years and essentially has nothing to show for it at the end of 35 years. And so for me, this is my life's calling. For me, this is <laughs> how do you set up the legacy of business owners who are in a traditional business or in a, in a traditional service business that is not easy to set up as a legacy business, right? Uh, if you own an auto shop, you could sell that or pass it down to your kids with no problem. Law firms are hard to do that. So how do we do that? And that's one of the, the reasons our tagline on, on the website is your legacy awaits. Your legacy awaits because we're not just helping you get to 10 million in predictable revenue so that you can live the life that you want. We're doing it so that your children and your children's children can benefit from the legacy that you're creating and the staff can benefit from the legacy you're creating. So we're more about legacy building. We're more about growing predictability and creating peace of mind than we are just making money. Like making money is fun, of course, but that's not the ultimate end. The, the ultimate end cannot be money. You'll always be dissatisfied if that's your pursuit. If your pursuit is purpose and impact, you're going to make the money. And in the long run, you're going to create a legacy uh, where people will remember you for the rest of, of eternity, hopefully. Yeah. And honestly, me personally, I'm 41. And to think about that for a second, legacy is on my mind more than anything else. Honestly, yeah. I forego pay or distributions or things that me and my partner agree on. We're, we're very conservative, I would say. I don't care about the now necessarily from a money standpoint. We do fine, but it's my legacy is always in the back of my mind. My kids are 10 and 12. It's moving real fast, right? And yeah. so that to me is my biggest concern and what keeps me up at night. You know, younger entrepreneurs, you start out, you're just trying to make some money. You want to pay your bills. So you want to, and then sometimes you get a little bit uh, greedy and you're like, oh, I'm making a bunch of money. And, and that kind of gets to your head. But sure, big thing you said, predictable and then legacy. So it's not like, hey, let's just hit $10 million. Yay, we did it. And then exit, right? It's no, it, or you're talking about consistent, predictable growth beyond that. And mm -hmm. something that you can lead your employees, sell to them, sell, you leave to your family or something that's desirable. If, if you have a website produced leads consistently with a high domain rating and tons of traffic, that's worth something. If you have systems and processes in place, a strong brand, those things are worth something. Uh, and it sounds like you're hundred percent helping them establish those things and bring importance to those things. So. Yeah. I mean, I think, think about this. If, if I had a website that had created such a brand presence online that every month, 10 to 15,000 people, when they searched for a lawyer, landed on my website. They typed mm -hmm. in best X type of lawyer and they landed on my website. And I wanted to sell that. I could sell that. Somebody I'll would buy, buy that, <laughs> right? So somebody, yeah, somebody would buy that because the value is in the predictability, but there's no predictability in referrals. There's no predictability in the things that traditional lawyers used to do. There's predictability in having a marketing campaign that generates leads with or without you. 100%. That's where the predictability is. And so I tell people, invest in your brand, invest in your website, invest in your advertising that promotes your firm as an independent entity from you, where a person hires you and they're not expecting you. You know, I have family members yeah. who, who have hired me in the past as a lawyer. 
Well, they knew that I, would, I didn't really practice law. I was more managing the, the business. They never expected me to manage their case. I would just pass it to a lawyer in the firm. No problem, right? Because the yeah. brand was big enough that they had confidence in the team that I had hired. And so you really want to develop that brand as, as big as you can because the brand is what you're going to be able to sell. And that can be a retirement plan within itself. 100% spot on. I remember this is a weird story. I'll not take too much of the time since this is your interview, but <laughs> I had a, uh, I used to be a small local agency, right? We, I helped local people in my, so I had like a dentist client and like, Hey, this dentist is going to sell in three years, but he just wants like a little website for now and didn't have one before. And I was like, like, I was kind of young in the business, but I was like, Hey, uh, he's a dental practice, but no website, no online presence, no nothing. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, shouldn't they be considering that in the value of what the dental practice is worth and the business uh i guess the uh, evaluation guy was like oh never thought about that before and i was just like you know if he's getting phone calls all day off his website and through google yeah. and all these sort of like you don't like when doctor whatever is gone there's no more referrals to that guy that person yeah. right and if a lawyer retires or leaves or passes away that's cut off right so to build your firm based on relationships and referrals only is you're always going to have a hit and a step back every time someone leaves the firm. So I think it's just a, a very risky way to, to go. I agree. And what you're saying is what you should do hundred <laughs> percent. So, so eight figure firm. Um, I love it. I love the idea. I'm glad you're out there helping people. Um, and I'm glad to see someone that again, has the experience behind it versus just, Hey, I'm going to start a business and make money showing law firms how to, how to do these things. What are some of the things you have? What, what can someone expect the, the lawyers listening right now? What can they expect when they, if they join or interact with your, your consultancy events, what does it look like if you were a member? So I, I think most of the people come to the, to, to a figure firm because they want to grow their business. They want to make more money. And I, I do think that all of that's important, but for me, creating a community of lawyers who are like-minded, who are really striving to become their absolute best uh, was a big part of the reason that I started this. And so what they can expect, I'm going to start kind of in backwards order, right? Sure, what they sure. can expect is an amazing community. I think we have an incredible community. The majority of our firms are multi-seven-figure firms. We attract people who are already winners. This is not to say people under a million are not winners, but we attract winners. So you can define that however that that, that means. If you think- <laughs> That's the group I want to be in. Yeah. I mean, well, if you're under a million and you think you're a winner, well, then come on over, right? But Because we attract winners. We attract highly ambitious people. We attract people who want to create big, massive community impacts, and we attract people who want a business that works for them instead of them working for the business. So first, you're going to find a great community. The second thing is you're going to find essentially a consulting approach based on practical knowledge of growing a business, not, not on theory. Like we don't teach theory. We, we teach what actually works. And you're going to find, in my opinion, some of the best advice you could possibly have for growing your law firm. That's evidenced by the results that we're having. Almost 150 law firms, 20 who are eight figures, 25 who are uh, five figures or two who are 5 million and above. So like the evidence is already there that the product works. And so you're going to find the best advice possible. And so the last thing is you're going to be able to be a part of amazing events. And uh, we host conferences that are not like nothing that you've ever experienced. And I can't give away what we do at the conferences because because <laughs> I'd, I'd have to you know share the secrets. But the conferences are absolutely you join to get the secrets. Yeah, you gotta you gotta join. And there's a couple of things that we do at these conferences that are different. Number one, we don't sell at our conferences. Uh, we also don't have vendors at our conferences. 
And not, I don't have a problem with either of those things, except I want it to be different. And so that was our unique selling proposition. You join, you come to a conference and you're coming for the information, for the workshop, for the hot seat, for the community, the in, you know, for the knowledge. You're not going to have to worry about getting sold to. You're not going to have to worry about, you know, having to, to pay something right there or a vendor hassling you after the, the fact. Vendors, the way that we, that we work with vendors is we partner up with them. And once we get to know them and we know they do good work, then we just gladly give referrals. Like they don't even have to come to our conference and pay $20,000 to set up a booth. We will just <laughs> gladly refer to vendors when the time yeah. is right and the time is appropriate. And so I think that's what, that, that's what you'll find. And we tailor every single approach to the client's needs. And so when a client comes in, we're not sending them through some boot camp or some you know 12 week process. It's where are you right now? What is it that your firm needs? And let's get started on those things. And, and, that, and that's what I think sets us apart. So I'll say I love all that. And I'm a marketing company and I'm saying <laughs> I love it. That you won't you won't let me show up at your show. Honestly, I like that. I would not, I'm part of business groups and go to things. And if I could find one that's like, yeah, there's no vendors here and, and people selling you shit, then a hundred percent sign me up for that. Because I don't want any of that stuff while I'm there working on my business. Right. You know, if I I'd rather get a referral. Uh, I'd rather have direct contact and say, Hey, here's what we recommend versus all the big Mm-hmm. The big companies out there showing up, they show up to all the, the shows and they spend a bunch of money. And honestly, the you know, eight-figure firm in this case, you'd be making just tons of money off of sponsors and vendors that are not vetted or you don't even care. Like you pay the money, you show up. And so I, I think that's a great idea. And uh, hopefully that makes sure you guys stand out. I, I'd well, say- well, Let me just say something about the, you, you mentioned about making all, the, all this money. <laughs> We've been offered 15, 20, because they know most vendors know we don't, we don't have vendors and we've been offered 15, $20,000 for a vendor to come and talk for an hour. Like people are just throwing money at us and I'm rejecting it. And to me, that just says something about my commitment. Like I am so committed to the client experience. I'm so committed to my philosophical belief that I can create a better conference by not having vendors that I'm willing to give up thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, every year, just to make sure that my clients have the best experience. And I sleep really well knowing that that's the case. Again, I, I think that's awesome. And you're definitely different than everybody else out there that I that I can think of. And I know most of the folks and I'm good friends with a lot of them and, um, you know, they run good, good programs, sure. but it's, you know, I feel like everyone thinks to do this, I have to do a conference and I have to do all this stuff and I have to have a, you know, vendors to pay for it and, and all that stuff. And I, I think you're doing it right. And hopefully you'll con- continue to do it that way. Um, I think it's awesome. I think it's genius. Thank you. So good job. Pat on the back. Uh, you know, I listen to Alex Ramosi or like Andy Priscilla. They, they say that they don't have ads on their stuff. They're like, hey, I can charge millions mm-hmm. to run ads on my podcast, but we don't. So you know, they just want to give out free information. Like, and so their, their ask is always, Hey, just share, share it. Yep. You know, we don't, and I don't run ads on this podcast, but it's, uh, I love that concept. It's not many people that do it because you can make an extra hundred grand, 200 grand in your pocket, you know? So yeah, it says a lot Absolutely. about your commitment. So, I appreciate that. well, so from a firm stand, okay. Firms listening right now, they're like, Oh, am I too small to join? Should I even reach out? What does it look like? And do you have like a, a, different categories do you have um i know i was in some groups where it was like all right if you do five hundred thousand or under you're in this group if you do up to a million you're in this group and i remember i was in a group and we were like 1.5 million and they're like yeah there's a three million dollar group and i was like 
I want to be in that group because I don't want to yeah. talk to people that are side by side. I want to freaking talk yeah. to the other people that are that are crushing it. So I got I weaseled our way into the higher group. And um, <laughs> you know, so how does how does that work? And you know, is there firms that are too small or is it just a price point that you know kind of makes up? Yeah, so we want firms that are a million and above because we have a, a, a one to ten strategy. Uh, we can get any firm from one to ten in five years or less if they follow our system. And I have taken firms under a million if they make a commitment to stay the whole year, right? So like if they if they say, look, I will commit to the whole year no matter what, like I'm going to tie you into a very binding contract kind of thing uh, because smaller firms tend to quit a lot easier for whatever reason. And yeah. so we'll take somebody about 750, but under that, we don't really take anybody. We don't have groupings, but we do have different product offerings that start from 36,000 to 240,000 um, is our, our product offering. And, but if a person wanted to experience what we do and they wanted to come meet the community, we allow people to come to one conference for 1500 bucks. They pay $1,500. It covers the cost. They can come to one of our conferences and experience the community. And so it's a great way to get your foot in the door. And our next one's in Chicago in May, and it's called Conquering Cash. So it's uh, how to tame oh, that, nice. that money monster and make sure what's working for you. So it'd be a great one for anyone who was really wanting to test the waters. At, oh yeah. So I like that you have those options, which are also kind of exclusive and, but you're serious about what you're doing yeah. and where you're not doing all these vendors and all that other stuff. And you're pushing all this crap on them. You got to make your money and you're serious about what you're going to deliver. So I think Absolutely. again, transparent, it's, it's straightforward and it's, you know, proven. So mm -hmm. I, I think, I think what you're doing, the whole structure of it is, is spot on. So that's Chicago in May, eightfigurefirm.com. I see all the information's on there, right? Yep. It'll be on cool. the website. Well, Luis, you know, I don't want to take up your whole day, but anything else you'd like to share? Again, I'm super excited for you. I love watching you, you know, on social media. Uh, everyone, please follow, you know, follow him on uh, LinkedIn, Instagram. I think, is it just Luis Scott on all these platforms? Yeah, you, you can find me on Luis Scott. My uh, my personal website's LuisScottJR.com. So L-U-I-S-S-C-O-T-T-J-R.com. And you can find links to all my social media, my books, uh, speaking engagements or, or booking me for speaking or information about a figure firm. And, and yeah, so just, just reach out and, and love to help anybody who's interested. And we're, we're, we're committed to getting to hundred firms who reached uh, eight figures in predictable revenue. So that's our commitment. Yeah, that's huge. And even like one to 10, I like that strategy. I mean, yeah, think about this, like I've had multiple, you know, million dollar firms. To go from one to ten in five years—that's that's impressive. Yes. Plenty, uh, plenty of growth there, and I'm sure yes. a lot of folks, a lot of folks can do a lot faster than that. So yes. And then I'll just leave with this: I love the fact that you started with seven figure. We were in a thing called seven figure agency. Okay. Uh, one of my new companies. The, gotcha. the president, my the president was like, "Hey, I want to join this group." And we're like, "Okay, well, it's you know, twelve dollars a month. I don't know." Anyway, great idea, but once you hit seven figures they're like you graduate you're out of the group and it's like well like that's that's just we're just getting warmed up here i thought they kind of missed the boat on the opportunities but i love the fact that you're like you know what eight figure let's take this a little bit further so um i think i like that this aggressive bigger goals to shoot for so uh, i love it so all right everyone well thank you so much for turning in eightfigurefirm.com check louise out again follow his content he's, he's just sharing tons of good stuff uh he's been there done that and uh, I'm excited to watch him grow and, and help all these firms. So I'll be watching and, and seeing what he's doing. Hopefully I'll take my calls in a couple of years. When <laughs> I can get a hold of him. So absolutely. But, all right, everyone. Uh, Luis, thanks so much. Thanks for having everyone me. Everyone have a great day. Get out there, 
grow your firms, get serious about it, help people, and have a great day. See you later. Thank you for listening. We have been producing this podcast for years, have had hundreds of guests, and produced hundreds of episodes. We don't ask for much, but I do have one ask. If you find value in this podcast, please share it with one person just like you. The best way to do that is to send them to ArrayDigital.com where we have a full library of all the episodes that they can sort by practice area and or state. So again, we appreciate you listening and thanks for sharing.